Are you looking for a memorable getaway for your family that's packed with adventure? Look no further than Lake Erie. Powderhook, in partnership with the Great Lakes Fishery Commission, has all the resources you need to plan your adventure to the walleye capital of the world. The best part is, you don't have to be an experienced angler or own a boat to have a fantastic time on the water. While walleye are the main attraction, Lake Erie also offers excellent fishing for yellow perch, trout, steelhead, salmon, and bass. The options are endless, and there's so much to explore on Lake Erie. Knowledgeable and friendly fishing guides are eager to serve you. Whether you want to hire a charter, secure a seat on a headboat, fish from the shore, ice fish, or do a DIY trip on your own boat. All these options are at your disposal with a bit of planning and preparation. Find everything you need at powderhook.com. That's powderhook.com. We know what's biting and can help you enjoy a wonderful fishing experience on Lake Erie. Hey, it's Captain Justin Leet with Chasing the Sun TV. Join me and Meredith for the best fish in action along the coast of Panama City Beach. Tune in to new episodes every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. River Rats, you are listening to the River Certified Podcast with Spencer Bauer and Ryan Tassler and an array of guests where we cover the fun, interesting, and sometimes rugged parts of spending life on or near the water. We are on the road for this podcast. Uh, we made a trip over to Wisconsin. We're going to fish. We, we spent the night on the boat last night. Pounded them. Just pounded Almost them. Almost caught a turtle. <laughs> yeah. Well, was yeah. Exciting. There was, I would have taken the turtle lead for the year. There was a uh, vast number of turtles showing us where they were at before we casted baits in. So we had high hopes going into the night. What is vast? Like large. How, how much? Large. How many is vast? I would say there was, what, 30, 40 turtles we saw? Most of them were painted I turtles. know you kind of exaggerate things, but that's a vast exaggeration. <laughs> On all Ooh. those logs? I don't know. I they, think we're up there. I, really? Yeah. 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 I'll concede to the group, I guess. I, Spencer had his boots on, so he, he kind of lost count after a while. What's that have to do but, with counting? Because you got to use your toes to get over 10, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> you need to drink the rest of that coffee. I'm working on it. Usually, usually he's a little quicker. It wasn't that rough last night. I, I've been sleeping on a cot for five days straight. So you should yeah, be used to it. He's been you on would, a One wouldn't think, but it's just like compounding interest of poor night's sleep. So, so you had a 42-hour guide trip. Yeah. Then you charged everything up, got the boat ready, went on a one-night guide trip. Mowed the yard. Got the yard mowed, too. Nice. I'm proud I snuck that nice. in there. You should, you should buy, like, a goat and just fence off your yard, and then you don't have to mow. It's been considered. <laughs> I've considered it. <laughs> that will save an hour a week. Ella would be 100% on board with a goat. That's cool. Yeah. You had a baby fawn trapped near your house when i got there that's just yesterday standard operating <laughs> procedure at our house there was a two-week-old fawn Ugh. in the neighbor's fencing couldn't get out so it's, it's not even that old i saw it three days ago and the mom was licking the what's the word for it embryonic Flu- fluid yep. yeah yep. yeah thank you for that science teacher <laughs> the baby goo <laughs> <laughs> the baby goo off of it and uh so yeah it's less than a week old wow i bet it was tasty <laughs> smoke smoke the whole thing i can, can only imagine <laughs> veal 
we are here with Scott Monroe, the owner of Drastic Plastics. Would you like to expand upon that introduction, or is that pretty much the that, limit of who you are? That's pretty much in the fishing world. Yeah, yeah. that's how I'm known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bass fisherman, which is probably quit swearing. Yeah. Not a safe space for that here. No, no, no. I'm we here uh, anyway. He came and did some real fishing with us last night and put a teener on the board. His first on purpose flat targeted flat targeted yeah. flat. Yeah. Yep. yep. Real he, proud of you. You're moving up in this world fast. <laughs> yeah. He handled it like a champ. He didn't set it like a bass hook. He let the pole load up. And yep. Brought him right to the boat. I had so. to think about it. It was it was a mental. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud that you thought about it and you executed. When I start thinking, that's when I really screw stuff up. <laughs> the wheels come off. Yes. We had a dude right in, and uh, Scott's kiddos are here, so I'll try to say this in the most PG way possible. One's got headphones on, so. Well, you can't trust that. <laughs> Earmuffs. They're Earmuffs. always They're always listening. But Richard wrote in, and him and a buddy went to a wall, went, were walleye fishing. And they went to their favorite walleye spot. And there's already a vehicle there. And they thought, dang, that some, somebody's already at my spot. But we'll walk down and check it out. And as they were walking past the vehicle, they glanced at it. And a foot hits the window. And they peer oh. in. And there was a couple enjoying themselves. They didn't care if they were there to catch walleye. Right. <laughs> so the walleye spot was safe. The yeah. walleye yeah. spot was yeah. fine. And that's yeah. what really matters. So you caught dinner and a show. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a go-to spot where, right. where's that spot at <laughs> well i had a a guide trip although the one not last night but the night before it was uh dan chris and craig and they were a whole lot of fun to fish with and they the the bs was a flying but they told me they walked down to a dam and there's this there's this crappy mud road that when it rains you don't want to drive down and you got to be careful but somebody had driven down and parked so nobody else is getting out. Everybody else has got to walk down. Yeah. At least that's how I interpreted it. But they walked by the vehicle, and there was a dude in the vehicle, and he was uh, enjoying himself. pleasuring Party yes. of one. Party of one. <laughs> they uh, did the old hand on the side of the eye, <laughs> kept going, and they he went fishing. But the funnier part is three hours later when they were done, he walked by, back by the, the vehicle still there. The dude was taking a nap. Well, yeah, well, that's warm self, yeah, right? warm self out. <laughs> well, it's either go home to the wife or just take a nap in the car. See, I was trying <laughs> back, back to Scott. I was trying to set you up to talk about all the things you do because you're not busy enough making plastics right. and selling them. You have to expand yourself into multiple avenues of fishing. So, like tomorrow, you're running a tournament. Yes, tomorrow we're running a bass tournament. What's that like? Like, I know I'm not a big tournament guy. I've fished a few, mm-hmm. but as far as the uh, X's and O's and all the planning and stuff that goes into setting up a tournament, like what what is all that? So stuff? it starts like six months in advance. Oh, that's oh, all. I'd say at least. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. you have to determine the dates. Then you have to get with the DNR and pull permits and make sure they're going to approve your permits. How do you determine the dates? Like, are you trying to set anglers up for the best time of year on that? Sure, we do it as a club. Water? So as a club, oh, we, oh. we choose, and we've got pretty much set dates. Uh, so every year we're... we're so you're not stepping on anybody else's toes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And we have our loyal following that come every year, and we have new ones that join. But you pull the permits, you got to put out a entry form with all the rules, and then... Send that catch out. Catch fish. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's rule how, And one. how not to catch fish. You <laughs> can't do this, can't do that. Uh, those entry forms all come to my house. 
I acknowledge I received them. I send them back an email, your boat number. We do it by what number you come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I deposit the money in the bank, take care of all that stuff, run the, the financial side of it. And come tournament day, you give your, your pre-tournament meeting. Which is at what time? Uh, launch is at 6 o'clock tomorrow, so we'll be doing that at 5.45. So what time are nice. you getting there tomorrow? Probably around quarter to five-ish. Yeah. Quarter to five, yep. so you're waking up at like... 3.30. 3.30. Yeah. Are you fishing tonight? Yeah, for, well, not, not late tonight. Right. It's afternoon. Yeah. I'll probably follow you guys. I might leave a little early. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yep. But that's an early morning, dude. It is, and then Sunday I do it again. Well, and I, you don't drink coffee? No. How do you wake up in the morning? I, I'm an energy drink guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. for sure. One a day. See, I'm Every the opposite. Day. Like, I drink energy drinks because I don't feel like making coffee in the boat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I've never been a coffee guy. I, tr- I tried to because it's so much easier, mm-hmm. especially when I was Cheaper. teaching. Well, that's it. Like you taught, and you're not a coffee guy. It's like a rite of passage to become a teacher. I couldn't do it. I picked up golf, but I couldn't drink coffee. (laughs) (laughs) The trick is to buy them on Amazon. You get them for like a buck a piece. Oh, the Keurig Keurig things? No, No, the the energy energy drinks. Oh, so instead of two or three dollars a piece at the gas station. But you can you you have enough. uh, What's the word for it? I'm I'm so lost today, but uh, you can hold yourself to just one a day. Yes, even yeah. with a case sitting there. Yes, yeah. that's There's like my, three cases. Downstairs. That's my problem. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't keep any beverages that I don't want to drink in excess at the house because I, <laughs> they're just gone. Whatever is there will be gone. My so. kids are the same way. Yeah. <laughs> well, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> got a got a ration, Spencer. Mm-hmm. Here's another one, especially on bush lights. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one that somebody said in. I, I forgot to write down who, but on the Lake Fork tournament, there was a bass elite turn, or angler. His name's that guy's name's Matt Robertson. You know who he is? I know of him. You know the name? Yep. Because um, there's how many elites are there? A hundred, give or take. Yeah, it's not quite. I don't think it's just just short of. Okay. Yep. So there's not a pile of people. And Corey was telling me the top fifth or the the bottom fifteen are gone at the end of the series yep, yep. every year. It's like really? it's like pro golf. You have to qualify. You have to stay in a certain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that'd be. So a, if you have an off year or you got something come up, you're just got to work your way back up the ladder. Otherwise, how do you get in? If people aren't coming out, there's no room yeah, for people right. to get in. Right. Yeah, so it makes sense, but I'm yeah. imagining myself in that position and how stressful yeah. that would be. Oh yeah, you're sitting 14th, 15th. You got to like, perform. Yeah, <laughs> I got to move up. The I ladder. need an eight pounder. Yeah. Been a fair amount of Wisconsin guys get in lately. It's been pretty cool to see. Yeah. Well, where's yeah. that Seth Fighter guy live? Isn't he Minnesota? Up? Okay. But Jay Shakurat's in this year. Um, he's young. And then the guy last, oh, I can not remember his name. There's another guy that won one last year. I should. From up here. Yes. We got a high school kid that's coming up through the junior rankings, and he's doing really well. He, he goes. Mm-hmm. He goes to Green he's committed. County. He's yeah. committed. Yeah. Yeah. It's and a lifestyle. And his dad's a, that level? a wrestling referee. Okay. So, yeah, he's, and he's he, a really good guy. He was a wrestler, and I think he's approaching fishing the same way he was approaching wrestling, sure. which yeah. is. Usually leads to success of some sort. You have yes. to practice like yeah. anything else. But Yeah, he's on the water all the time. Back to Matt Robertson. He placed very well. I don't know if he won it. Um, that's my understanding. Back to my understanding, which is probably wrong. But uh, he was tossing glide baits yep. with an ugly stick catfishing rod. <laughs> that apparently is the pinnacle of glide bait rods. Is an eight-foot fiberglass catfishing rod i could see it they're very versatile rods i mean they got the nice bend to keep the hooks in them makes sense but and the they're fact easy that to he, access well and the, <laughs> you can go anywhere the fact them. that he's doing that on the national tournament scene 
you know, with all the other options he could be having. Right. Yeah. Well, but he's seen with it. Yeah. Because that's right. one big thing when you're a tournament guy. What are you fishing with? People want to know what you're fishing with, and that's the they get a lot of sponsors. What do we got going? We He's got, getting ice. Oh, ice. <laughs> I sounded like Legos. Yeah. Like Man doing, down. Doing the stop motion Lego stuff already. Yeah, right here, top five Matt Robertson ugly stick moments. There you nice. go. Yeah. Nice. But That's a lot cheaper than the stuff that I broke. But this he's year. probably <laughs> yeah. You're breaking like thirteen fishing and yeah. omen rods. Omen rods. I broke a cash in the first time I had it out. That what was, are they? Three hundred bucks? Two hundred? No, I think that omen was like a hundred and fifty, and that cash in was two fifty. I still have four hundred bucks this yeah. year already. Wow. Cash in though, they said I'm if you so shut cheap. it in the car door, they will replace it. So really, yeah, yeah. I just got to send it in. The most expensive rod I've ever fished with that was mine. Um, I didn't, it was sent to me, so I still didn't buy it because yeah. I'm really cheap. Right. But it was a Fenwick, uh, Tecna. So what's that? 150, yeah, right dollar rod. Well, how much did you put into your rods that you built? You probably had more than that. If you want to start building <laughs> rods, you might as well just start lighting $20 bills on fire because yeah. it's practically Every the same component. Thing. Yeah. Making baits getting started the same way. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. You, you to have to, level. you just got to enjoy it. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you're going to spend money on something. You're going to spend money on something you enjoy. If you enjoy rod building, the the expense isn't as big of a deal if you have a little, you know, extra income to yeah. throw at it. It's a hobby. It's not a... That's it. For performance. And some people sell them to try to offset the cost. Yeah. I did that. I sold a few, but it did kind of... That it, that took away a little bit of the enjoyment for, of that. Mm-hmm. Added more pressure to it because you kind of have a timeline the, type deal. Yeah. I, I guess yeah. that'd probably be accurate. Although I definitely went over the timeline many times. <laughs> Worst one I ever had. I was getting three rods out of the rod locker at once, and the wind blew the locker, locker down on top. Crunch all three, three of them? them? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That's the Bill Dance moment, yep. man. Yep. Yeah. That was rough. And I was That's... having a rough day anyway. Those Bill yeah, Dance. That just didn't help. <laughs> didn't help. Those Bill Dance videos are timeless. Though. Yes, That's the are. first thing yeah. I thought of when I ran Fishing Club. We would watch those at the beginning just to get everybody laughing and the 10, 11, 12, 14 year olds to this day <laughs> oh, think yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah. It still is. Yeah. It's funny to me I, still. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can relate with some of them. They would ask, <laughs> they would request it. They'd be like, really? can we watch the Bill Dance videos today? I'm like, I guess. Has <laughs> everybody got their homework done? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you had a bad day the other day out in the shop. Yeah, tried to burn it down. Yeah. <laughs> That happens. <laughs> that What's happens. the what led to this? I I know the answer to this, but nobody listening does. So I want to hear about the events that led to you almost melting your plastic shop down. So it ended up with me running around my garage naked. But how I got there was <laughs> well, your wife told you when you were taking a shower. Yeah, right? night before I'd been making. You baits. don't just walk around the house naked all the well, time. Well, he's in a place where he could. Pretty yeah, rural. Pretty true. rural here. You yeah. are yeah. in the uh, middle of nowhere. I mean, mailman maybe. Yeah, that's worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah. And after not, the fifth time he's seen it, he just, <laughs> he's just family at that point. <laughs> no, we it's just a, that Scott been making baits the night before and uh, shut off the vent, shut off the TV, shut off, clean everything up after myself, put it all away. Didn't uh, didn't turn the pots off, and the pots are like what you would know as a fryer, mm-hmm. like, yeah. and, and they're modified for plastic. Turn the stirs and the pots off, so now the plastic's not moving. Mm-hmm. And uh, they continued to cook it for a little over eight hours mm. while we slept. My wife got out next morning. She's testing the pH level in the pool or something, and that stuff's in the garage. And she opened the garage door, and just the smoke rolled. And uh, not a great smelling smoke. I no, no. And she comes. It probably took 
three years off both of your lives. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Usually, usually wear a respirator when I'm doing it as right. it is. Right. But she and comes running naked. in. And now you're naked. Running I'm in the shower. Garage is on fire. Garage is on fire. She's screaming. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. So I go run out. My, my boat's in there. <laughs> Nothing else, right? Go running out there and, and the door is open and the smoke is just rolling. And I immediately realize what I've done. Yeah. So that whole machine, that plastic eventually will turn from a liquid back to a, a, a burnt solid. Yeah, that all has to be taken apart and cleaned out right now. So. Oh, you still haven't done it? No. I know you haven't had time. No. But no. I, I, we <laughs> talked before. When we were on the way up here, we talked about that. Yeah. I, I wasn't here, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was that, out. That's probably a whole day process, wasn't uh, it? The guy that built the machine for me, it's a, a one-off build. Uh, he said I could probably do it in about an hour. Oh, really? But he's handy. And I'm not, so it's take <laughs> so times three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the most frustrating things of working on stuff. I watch a YouTube video, and the guy knocks it out in eight minutes, and then I'm, I've learned that eight minutes equals about three hours <laughs> for me. Well, you know the power of editing too. I do. That could have been his fifth take. There's yeah. that, but then I always run into another hiccup. Yeah, like when I had put the reverse bucket, the new one on my my jet lower unit. Because yeah. I, you remember when I ripped it off I, I, yep. very well. Yes. Yeah, that was a long day. A long day. The, <laughs> the next day was worse for me. <laughs> two, two hours of sleep. Wake up in my boat and run a guide trip from six a.m. to noon on two hours of sleep. Ugh. Yeah, but luckily the the people who booked the trip were pretty awesome, so it made it a very enjoyable day. But um, I got all of it put back together, and there's these set set screws that hold the pins that the bucket. Um, pivots on so you put the pins on each side and then you run the set screws in and i had an impact and ran one on uh, fine <laughs> and then the second one i ran on i'm like is that all the way in there because i don't want those pins to ever fall out it turns out it was yeah. right it turns out it <laughs> yeah. was because i ran the the top of the the screw right off the right off of it and then yeah. to m- make matters worse I tried to drill it out and uh, use an easy out, and yeah. all I did was just compact that stainless. Uh, so now yeah. it is like diamond. <laughs> just weld it in there. You're good. So it's there. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. If I rip that reverse bucket off, I don't know what I'm going to do. Take That's when you take shop. it to somebody. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You are a professional. I don't know who that I somebody is, but I'll have to figure that out. <laughs> I came home the other day, and my buddy Wes would probably be. He's handy. He's, he's a handy maintenance guy. guy. Yeah. You know, he said he'd be able to do it. I, I trust him. I'm not. I came home the other day and the mower is sitting in the middle of the yard and it's half mowed. Now that's not a good yeah. sign. No, the belt's off. So oh, that's a worse side. Take the deck off, got it all back on, got it back together, and by God, it works. So yeah. I'm calling that a win. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do that this spring too. Well, at first, um, my mower doesn't have a belt because it's a push, push mower. <laughs> There'd be a lot of pushing here. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Not happening. I was I'm looking at your way. yard and I'm like, do you mow your yard? No. Okay. That's what I'm married for. Oh. But somebody in this house <laughs> yes, does. Mow. Yes, yes. Yeah. I was thinking like hiring it out. No. I've no. been debating on that, but I'm like, it's only 50 minutes. You know, what's no. the big yeah. deal? Well, what's your 50 minutes worth? Right. Can you Opportunity hire it out? cost. We've talked about that. We have. Can you hire it out cheaper than what your time's worth? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Numbers are hard. I mean, you're, you were a teacher. You have connections to like middle school and high school and junior high kids. I do. So you could probably get it done for 20 bucks. Good luck finding one of them that wants to do it. Yeah. Or is willing well, to do it. Yeah. You know, people talk trash about the generation. <laughs> there's a lot of baby boomers who are freaking lazy. And there's a lot of junior Very high true. kids who work their asses off. And yeah. I, I don't know. I don't see that much of a difference. Perception's powerful, though. Sure. You know, and everybody romanticizes the past. That's one thing, keeping fishing logs. Yeah. People are like, oh, this is the lowest I've ever seen the river. I'm like, whoa, 
10 years ago, it was actually four inches lower than this. So check yourself, man. <laughs> no way. I'm like, I'd show you my log, but then I'd have to kill you. Right. Yeah. yeah. So back to your tournaments. You're running one tomorrow, and then you're fishing one Sunday. Fishing one Sunday, and, and rumor is that I have the camera in the boat again. So that's... Oh, nice. No, not no? really. What's that mean? Stream, so like, it's streamed live on the internet as I fish all day. Oh, do you get stage fright? No. So why is it not good? Because you can't cheat then. Yeah, it makes <laughs> it a lot harder. It makes it hard for me to go to my stump with right, my stringer of right, five right. on it. Yeah. No, it's just, uh, I don't know. If you don't do good, kids see it, the wife sees it, friends see it. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's expectations. I, I think here. the old, is it a, you would think the old wrestling background would help you on that. You, people watched you lose before. Occasionally. Yeah, it wasn't frequent. <laughs> it does happen. So, uh, do you, are you worried about like your spots getting no. given away? No, nope, that's the least of my no. worries. Okay, fish move, fish yeah. adapt. You know, we had uh, major league fishing was in the lake we're on tomorrow. Oh, really? A couple of years that's ago, sweet. yeah, the championship yeah. and the guy that won. You know, they were on his spot all day. That spot you can't fish that spot anymore. But the fish have adapted; they've moved. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. mean, it's that doesn't it just. More practice time. So when they had the major league fishing event, mm-hmm. did fishing pressure on that lake mm-hmm. shoot up big time afterwards? No, because the most of the fishing was um, okay. Oh, I said it a word. Look, we, editing's yeah, powerful. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a big, big lake. Yeah. So it was on that chain, and then the championship was on this little lake that we're fishing tomorrow. Gotcha. Well, I know one of the uh, officials. Mm-hmm. They don't. They didn't even know it. The fishermen did, but I knew it was coming there. Yeah. So they had they found out the week of. Gotcha. And only one guy even pre-fished it, and there was maybe. No, I'm talking about after, after the tournament. There was over maybe like and it was publicized thirty or forty boats that followed him around. It wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. 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 It was cool. The guys were all very personable. Mm-hmm. You know, some of those guys get a a bad rap, but I think at that level, you have to be marketable. You have to be. Yeah. Right. That's true. Oh, yeah, you so, gotta walk a straight line they were very cool to hang out with and they all would gave everybody their time and who's that so speaking of walking a straight line who's that dude who's like a big crappie fisherman he's got long ponytail he lives down in oklahoma josh jones don't know him don't you don't know him no he does not walk a line (laughs) (laughs) doesn't care does not care (laughs) and he just goes out and smokes people in crappie tournaments and then he's a big largemouth fisherman he's caught I don't know, three, four, five, over 15. Oh, geez. Holy crap. Just freak shows. But he talks so much trash about like <laughs> Oklahoma Wildlife Department and fisheries or this this manufacturer's product broke, blah, 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 blah. And wow. Not scared to burn bridges. Huh? No, no. But it's just such a stark contrast yeah. from everybody else out there yeah. that I don't know. A lot of people like him. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Sure. I almost He's wonder. pretty charismatic from what I've gathered, too, so it's easy to... And when everybody else is throwing BS around and he's talking straight, it's right. pretty yeah. easy to... Well, you can tell he's authentic. Yeah. I think that's one of the most valuable attributes anybody could have. You know, like, being yourself, people appreciate that when you're trying to... Take it or to, leave it. Trying yeah. to put a, a cover over, you know, yeah. a facade... It's uh, it's gonna get seen. I don't like sooner it. Or later. I don't like it. I'd, I'd rather you be an authentic asshole than hundred <laughs> percent than than yeah. fake nice. Then, yep. the, then uh, the asshole sneaks up later on. You're yeah. taken aback by exactly. Like, Wait a minute. At a certain <laughs> level, I think what your sponsor tells you you caught it on is more important than what you really caught it on. What do you mean? I think at the pro level, I think that they fish a lot of things they aren't sponsored by. Really? They never. I pretty much know so. Do you? Yeah. But do you yeah. think the majority do that? Or you think some do that? 
It depends on who their sponsors are. Correct. <laughs> uh, depends on how many zeros we're talking about yeah. at the end of that number. Yeah. So just like your fishing community is kind of tight, the bait making community is kind of tight. And yeah. I know guys that make baits for the pros that they can't ever say, this is what I'm really using. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can't it, use it, them yeah, as a... Right. Because they're yeah. not paid sponsor. And How would, does that happen in major league fishing? Because everything's videotaped. Good question. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say they don't say what they're using sometimes. Right. Yeah. Right? I mean, they avoid the question. I feel like... Keep the lure in the water at all times. <laughs> I feel like the tournament thing, though, used to be a lot more secretive than it is now. I think people have cashed in on it. It's just the gist yeah. that I get. Yeah. I don't follow up on it that much, but the gist I get... Because there's all these YouTube videos talking about patterns and lures. And when me and Corey were fishing, he was... He's such a nerd. Like he's he deep. was sitting there on his phone yep. watching this dude do a, a play-by-play of how, how he approached and then fished in this tournament, and then what his follow-through at the end of the tournament was. And well, he's a tournament guy too. He is, but he's a nerd, yeah. like yeah. a tournament yeah. fishing yeah. nerd. Yeah, and I, I think it's funny. I don't, I don't <laughs> put that much into it. Yeah, yeah. You, more of a, more of a middle of the pack usually. Once in a while, you get lucky. Yeah, and yeah. you're the enjoyable type. Yeah, you're there to. I'm enjoy there to have it. fun. And, yeah. and, and depends on who you ask. I'm sure <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's a way to kind of scratch that competitive itch without being in shape. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I got you. Speaking of, I got to run a 5K next Saturday on purpose. Run. Yeah. With with my is it uh, the run slash walk 5K <laughs> no, in the I'm description? I've seen one run it. Is someone but, chasing you? It's it's my uh, girlfriend's daughter asked me to do it with her, and I have not ran in six to eight years. So I told you about my brother-in-law who ran a half marathon without any no training, training of mm. any sort. So when I all. pass out in three miles, I'm going to really feel bad because right. I know other people can do half marathons. Right, can run <laughs> three or four times further yes. than that. He so, might have got rhabdo for real though. Yeah, so I'm gonna. About the first mile in, I'm going to start uh, thinking about that and pushing myself, knowing other people have You're done pushing yourself following times. an 11-year-old girl. Yeah, well, she's 15, but... <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, if I keep it at her pace, I don't see an issue. Back so to, we should be good. Back to the community thing, because you're like tight-knit community, tight-knit community. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing about my tight-knit community, which would be the catfishing, sure. especially the flathead fishing community, it's not tight-knit, because nobody wants to tell each other... Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. But you guys all communicate. Kind of. I mean, no. kind of. You got your friends, and then you got, there's the rest of the group. Like, I know a pile of people who like to target flatheads, right. and none of those people share anything, any details with anybody really? else. Maybe they're real close friend group, but I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm as bad as anybody, but I just find it funny. Right. Yeah. It's a very interesting group. Well, they're so hard to target. I mean, musky guys, I'm sure, are the same. Um, or worse. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. they have lures. They have spots that matter. They have bodies of water that matter. Then they have lures that matter. Yeah. Well, you have different baits that work in but different the, situations. Bluegill sunfish. Yeah. Like, what'd you catch <laughs> well, them on? Right. Bullhead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever you thought I caught it on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy. You have three to pick from. <laughs> And well, I'll I mean, cut bait too yeah. now. I, I mean, one of the one of the baits that really surprised people is cut shad. Yeah, you it's know, it, pretty top notch. Yeah, especially when they're negative. Yeah, that was one thing I really noticed played out this year was if you had crappy weather the conditions, conditions sucked. Yeah, you know, you had a big cold front, temp drop, bluebird skies, north breeze, little chunks of cut bait. 
that's what got bit. Sure. You'd throw it all. You'd, the fish you caught were on little chunks of cut bait. And then I came out the next day. because That's one beautiful thing about being a guide and being on the water all the time. I get to see this play out. I threw the little chunks of cut bait again. Then I threw a big head chunk off a river carp sucker and then threw a live bait and ro- rotated through that throughout the day. And the only thing the fly had ate was the big chunk of cut bait. Yeah. Then came back the next day after the weather continued to improve. Cut bait didn't get touched. They wanted live bait that day. Yeah. It was just a progression of increased activity as the weather conditions got better. And it was cool to see it play out like that. So are yeah. you thinking, what else can I try for live bait? I mean, you never heard you use a white bass. You ever tried that? It's more, white bass are tough to keep alive. Okay. So they're kind of like a shad in a way. Shad are tough to keep alive because they need to keep moving. They vomit. They shit. They shed scales and the ammonia levels spike. And then their gills actually get clogged by their scales. So you need a filter that can take all that stuff out. Sure. White bass, they don't shed their scales, but they vomit and poop and the ammonia level spike and they kill themselves and they kill everything else in there. So when yeah. I use white bass, it's generally cut bait. Okay. Um, most of my live bait usage kind of boils down to what's effective and easy to acquire. Yeah. You know, like bullheads, not that hard. Sunfish, really not that hard. Bluegills, not that hard. And you can get them in a short time in high quantity. They catch fish, so that's what I use. And they the stay most. alive. They stay alive in your tank. Yep. Yeah. But I did buy a shad tank. I'm excited about that. It's just yeah. not going to be here till August, which means it probably won't be here till Christmas. So. And will that? increase your use of live shad for oh, flathead absolutely that's yeah. one bait that doesn't get talked about a whole lot but might be the best thing out there because yeah. people say shad or eat, die easily well you're right in a tank yeah but when they're in the river they're On the hook. very yeah. durable baits and they kick like no other bait out there like the only thing that competes is a bullhead. They smell like no other bait out there. Too. Oh yeah, especially <laughs> you, effective. Yeah, those shad after two or three days in the cooler <laughs> start to get a little mushy. <laughs> My hands, when I'm cutting them, take on a, a an aroma. I'm I've, sure that uh, I don't know. It's, I I would call it indescribable. Sure, o- we'll just leave it at that. Ode sure. dispenser. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not good. I worked on a hog farm in high school, and that stuff would stay with you for. Yeah. Don't don't well, most we, of the hog sites have showers on site though? Now, not where I worked. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you're in there an hour or five minutes; yeah. you come out smelling yeah. the same. I well, I do a lot of electrical work in hog buildings, and I try to leave it either right before lunch or at the end of the day, so I can go straight home, shower, change clothes, yep. so I'm not taking it into the next house. It's a pain in the butt. Well, at least you're considerate. To yeah. somebody, you're not very considerate around me, but <laughs> well, whatever. You get what you earn. Absolutely. I can't. I, you're getting pretty good at the whole uh, taking the boat out of the water thing. We were efficient this, or we, we were, were efficient this morning. We it, were. It took seconds. <coughs> well, maybe one, one or two minutes, and yeah. we were ready to it go. Took him about four times to decide which ramp to use last night, though. I mean, that could, wasn't on him, though. I was getting mixed signals. Yeah. <laughs> and truthfully, the first time I pulled down, I didn't even see the left side ramp. Yeah. I just saw. I just thought it was one ramp because there was people fishing on the other side. Right, right. So I just figured we were going to this ramp. Not the most stellar ramp. No, <laughs> no, it's probably it's, the worst river ramp that wasn't it's got speed bumps. Way to go, Wisconsin! <laughs> it wasn't made of mud. Like I backed down mud ramps sure. that were nicer than that. <laughs> but it did the job. I got a topic for you, and we'll see what we can come up with on this. But um, practical outdoor tips that people don't talk about. So one always would be, carry rain gear. Well, that's a, a always why why. <laughs> 
because for one, like this morning, the the cold wind, rain gear cuts that wind down. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's made for rain, so you get a front moving in. You throw on your rain gear, and then at night, once it gets cool, that even breathable rain gear will retain more body heat. Oh, absolutely! Just what it's made out of. Yeah, the, it just the creates a new layer. It's like cutting weight again. You got the plastic layer on. I never did that. <laughs> really? No, Oof. I would not do that. Nah. It's like if I need to make weight that bad, I'm just going to go up a weight. We used to do that, get all sweaty in the plastic, and then roll you up in the mat. And yeah, leave you crawling in, there. in the mat. Yeah. Your yeah, own little I, sauna. I, I, I wasn't a little guy, though. So, so yeah. if, I, if I was like three pounds over, that's I would lose five to eight pounds of nah. practice, and it wasn't that big of a deal. I was like 136 in football, and I cut down to 12. So I was cutting weight. You get to where you run out of water and you just itch. Instead of sweat, you just itch. I was really? Oh, yeah. It's the worst. I was mid-90s. That was like everybody did it. There was was no rules. Now they weigh in like an hour before the meet, right? Yeah. 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 And you got to have a hydration test. For duels. And you can only. Tournaments, you get two hours. Two hours. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't. I mean, you only lose like 2% of your body weight a week. And I thought it was. Is it two or three? I think you lose three. Three? I think it's three. But you're on a schedule. Like, yeah. if you're 12 pounds over, you can't make the next weight down yeah. until this date. Mm-hmm. I now, got, that started my senior year. Yeah. Yep. I got lucky enough to sneak into the tournament one time, in state tournament, and did exactly what the coach said, made weight the first day, ate exactly what he told me to eat, drank what he told me to drink, got lucky enough to make it to the second day, and I was eight pounds over the first day. And I was Holy like, oh, this is crap. not great. On top of your one – did you get a one pound? I got allowance? one, so I had to lose yeah. seven, yeah. yeah. But but you got to make weight the night before. Yeah, correct. Which I mean, I made awesome. it that day. I love yep. that. Yep. Yeah, I love that. And then you could go out and, you know, rehydrate and get your get your good food in you. Like and a then UFC you're ready to fighter. go the next yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. a boxer. Yeah. They, yeah. they do that too. Yeah. But the Which other, makes sense. The other the, – the subject that was brought up, in regards to this that stuck out to me was practical things like how do you shit out of a uh, deer stand? Same way I do out of your boat. <laughs> Bucket. <laughs> so Hanging we- out. <laughs> <laughs> so are, do you have any tips to avoid exposure when you're doing things like that? If they want to look. They're, they're, right, they're the pervert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a shy guy. If they want to look, it's on them. Well, all right, that, that's good. What's something else then? Because I'm trying to navigate this without putting much prior thought into it. But the most important part of that whole scenario is always have toilet paper with you. Yeah. Always. So we got rain gear, TP, and... and Uh, Other practicals, look at the weather before you go out. Especially if you're going away from a boat ramp or out in the wilderness. Make sure you're playing ahead Mm because that weather can come up pretty quick. Well, that was one thing with that long guide trip over 40 hours. Yeah, you had a heck of a storm. Oh, we got... Tucker. Hey, Tucker. Turn that down. Or put your headphones back on, please. We got a little side side view. Sorry. No. I'm playing dad today, too. It's kids being kids. Yeah. Yeah. And they're doing awesome. Oh, 40-hour guide trip. They wanted to get in the middle of nowhere. And I wanted to as well because generally that's where... That's where their big ones are hanging. Right, right. But there was a storm that was coming through the first night of that trip. So I'm thinking, how can we be in the middle of nowhere but be able to get off the water real quick? So I, we went to a section of river that has a road running along the entire way. And my plan was for John, the guy who booked the trip, to park his vehicle on that road next to a piece of property that I have at, like permission to walk across. Sure. Yeah. And then if things got hairy, 
we would just slide down a quarter mile to the vehicle yeah, and hop out. in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the caveat was he brought his girlfriend and she took it to a campground. That was <laughs> so an hour away. That Whoops. was an hour away. Yeah. So we still had to go back. Yeah. Um, drive the four miles on a dinky little timber choked river at midnight Ugh. back to my truck. That's why you make the big bucks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, just, there was four problem logs and I was like all uptight. And after we, pr- we passed the first one and it was just like a little sigh of relief. The shoulders went down. <laughs> third, third one, just a little more. And we passed that first one. I was just like, ah. Oh. Yeah. And we're about a hundred yards from the ramp and the motor goes, boom. And, bogs down i'm like what happened <laughs> we're in four feet of water you know we didn't bottom out so um let off on the throttle all the way and then got back on it and it's like the motor shaking like oh no oh, there's no. there's something stuck in it we got to the ramp just putted to the ramp and i trimmed the motor up and it was gonna have to get in the water and look at it but the piece of bark that apparently was stuck to the intake floated away and <laughs> everything was fine problems was solved that. themselves yep, yep. yeah it's it's funny, um, or it's it's not funny. It sure is nice when that happens. Yes. Mm. And then we not sat in the truck for an hour while it just poured. It came down. I was thinking about you when I was at home. You guys all got nice it. and safe in my house. You guys got it way worse. Oh really? Yeah, I was looking at the radar. Uh, well, I looked at the radar for like hours on that trip, but uh, you 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 got pounded and yeah. we just I don't know. It probably rained a quarter in. I was out mowing and when it first started and by the time i got the mower put away and my dogs put away it was downpour yeah and we didn't get any of that oh yeah it didn't start raining we didn't get a drop of rain where we were at till midnight oh really yeah but i was ready for bed and then i'm like oh i have to drive this boat (laughs) four miles through this stretch of river that is not the most forgiving and uh try not to hit anything and you made it i made it made it up there made it back and and then we caught a 53. Yeah. Well, that's it. good. Just, yeah. a, just a 53. Just. I'm going to get a tattoo for that fish, <laughs> which is ironic because I told myself I was going to get a tattoo for my first client fish over 50 pounds, and the guy who caught it was a tattoo artist. Perfect. Heck yeah. Yeah. Now you just got to go to Pennsylvania. And I do want to get out there someday. The flathead fishing in PA, and I guess... I'm kind of going against my own rules a little bit, but it's phenomenal out there. Yeah. Sharon, I mean like 30 fish a trip. Phenomenal. Wow. That's crazy. It's like a channel cat trip. You know, yeah, like sure. had a good day, caught 30 chance. Sure. Like all That's five a bluegill trip. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, yeah, had a good trip, caught 31 flatheads up to 40 pounds. Like, Jesus. Oh would, would that make some of the enjoyment? go away after a while it would sure you, it wouldn't be as prestigious as it is here it'd just be more common i don't think it would for me really yeah because like blue cats when you pound blue cats i'm just excited the next day to possibly to pound, pound blue them, cat. Yeah. yeah but you can't get blue cats here so it's totally different no matter what yeah maybe there. Yeah. that's true that's yeah. true it's not if you do it every single day then and you have direct access to it every single day i suppose i don't know Getting getting old on flatheads is something that I'm not even willing to think about. Well, there's a body water I fished for blue cats in the winter, and uh, apparently catching 50 flatheads a night on that is not uncommon at all. Most of them are your 5 to 15s, but they mm. still mix in 30, still fun. 30 to 50 yeah. pounders yeah. mixed in with yeah. that. 
Yeah, five I'm, to fifteens. You're like, ah, I just wasted a bait on a five pound. Well, that's what I was. <laughs> I was thinking, man. Like, imagine the amount of bait it would take to yeah fish every day and have nights like oh, that. Oh, you every couldn't day. keep up. You'd have to buy your bait. We were talking about up here. I'd have to raise my guide rates if I lived up here. Fifty bucks just to cover bait every the time. The bait rules yeah. are a little stingy here. Yeah, yes. I did the math. If I if I ran six or if I was on the water six days a week. And I would spend about $1,600 a month on suckers. On bait. Yeah. Well, and, and they run out of those big suckers sometimes, too. Yeah. Then yeah. What do you do? Yeah. yeah that, then you're really up up creek. Yeah. I'd, I'd have to bring a worm rod every time I go. So you yeah. can use what you your bluegills, but the, yeah. you cannot transport them from one right. body of water to another here. That's how it is with shad in Iowa. Yeah. yeah. It, which is unfortunate because sometimes shad aren't always the easiest to get. Sure. Yes. But I, I started a, so I'm such, I say Corey's a nerd. I'm a nerd. I, I started a shad log. <laughs> well. That might be the first of its kind. Right. You know, bait is just as important as spots because if you don't have bait, you can't go fishing. Oh, yeah. So. So I've been keeping track of time of year, water temps, water levels, yeah. and location where I've been able to catch shad. Yeah. And also need to add how many other people are there catching shad because sometimes that makes a big difference. I'll just stand on their shoulders and throw the net. <laughs> I say you're not considerate, but you're way more considerate than me when it comes to bait catching. I'm like, I got a job I need to take care of. Yeah. Pardon me. Excuse me. <laughs> just got to find a way to get them to eat plastics I can take care of the whole time. That's yeah. That's a work in progress. Yeah. It's not that they won't eat a jig in plastic. It's the consistency sure. thing that's an issue. I think it's more of a time of year and location thing, isn't it? Water I mean, level. They eat fish. Sure. Yeah. A jig in plastic looks like a fish. I can make yeah. it look so like a fish. Yeah. If you can put it in front of them, they're, and they're active, they're going to eat it. Yeah. But the problem is... Fishing in plastics them, around logs. And, and you could put brush guards on them, but then I worry, and I just need to try it. But my worry is that you fish all day and you finally get that one thump. The hook set. And the hook, you botch the hook set because the brush guard's the guard. in the way. Mm-hmm. And there's such a balance between trimming that and getting that the perfect length where it's not going to snag, but you're I'm also sure. going to hook the yeah. fish. And If you know who makes the jig in the first place, you can have them cut that number of threads in there by half. Yeah, but is that even best? That would be That's such what I do. an extensive yeah. experiment. Yeah. And I don't know if... I, I'm I'm not the guy who just loves casting all day. <laughs> you know, I you you're more than I am. Yeah, but that takes literally no effort. Yeah, I, I know eight year old kids who enjoy casting more than you do. I know I'm a I'm a sit back, drink a beer, catch a fish type of guy. And I and, it works for you. And I'm yeah. I'm right there with you, except for walleyes. But even walleyes, I I like going out first thing in the morning, fishing for two or three hours, going home, maybe frying up a few and watching football mm-hmm. actually that's doesn't really happen anymore i just edit a video <laughs> yeah. yeah your football time is Move on to something else yes yeah. yep check something else off the list but yeah as far as walleye fishing or just fishing for anything where you're casting all day that's not my favorite thing to do yeah so i don't know if i have the dedication to refine the jig <laughs> for the flatheads Nah. make good content if you could it would it yes. would unique but I don't create, I document. Sure. And I document the things I enjoy doing. And if I don't really love doing that, then I'm probably just not going to do it. So there's not an eight-inch certified swimmer coming out anytime soon? Probably not. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> no, there is not. <laughs> Says the creator and maker. Yes. There is not. <laughs> 
So you've been pretty slammed with Spencer's lure yeah. line lately. Um, kudos to the the certified following was uh, they're pretty awesome. Was yeah. more yeah. than I anticipated, and I kind of got caught with my pants down the first two weeks. Once that YouTube video kind of came out. Well, even before that, he dropped one little Facebook yeah. plug, and yeah. I think I got like sixteen or twenty orders that first night. Mm-hmm. I was like, this could be a problem. <laughs> and uh, as a guy who burns down his building, right, yeah. right. We hadn't burned it down yet, but uh, the first two or three weeks, I was a week behind on shipping at least, and I felt pretty bad about that because typically I'm. I mean, it is what it is. It is, yeah. and, and, and yeah. everybody contacted me. We we worked it out, and mm-hmm. you know now now if you order today, we ship within a day or two. Yeah, I don't ship every day. I'm gone sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's just. Yeah, you got life. 10, 10 o'clock at night is not what I want this, to do. This right. is your, yeah. your third job, or probably fourth job. Hus- husband, father. Yep. Furniture salesman. Cabinet dude. Yeah. Yeah, and then bait guy. Yeah. Masturbator. Yep. <laughs> oh, and tournament director. That's not really a job. So I, would, I would think it'd be, feel like a job. Yeah. I missed one meeting, and I came back, and I was the president and tournament director. <laughs> so... We will not be missing those meetings ever again. That's some that's some real valuable. Right in right yeah. Yes. Yeah. So my sister in law, she got I think it was a similar story. She missed a meeting and she got voted in as like treasurer of the youth wrestling club or something <laughs> like that. Yep. I enjoy it. It's just finding the time for it. Yeah. The yeah. The, the, the tournament thing. And I think this will probably be my last year being in charge of that. I How got many years you done it? Six. Six. Oh, Six. wow. Yeah. So you kind of like got a routine now. Yeah. Veteran. Yeah. yeah. Some of the stress is out of it yeah. compared I, to. I know my DNR one. guys by name now. I have their phone numbers and all yeah. that stuff. And and that's process. one good thing about being a trapper is I'm very close with the DNR too because there's not many of us out there. So sure. we frequent them quite a bit. And every, you know, we got to get river otter tags. We got to get, you know, record our bobcat catches. Sure. So we hopefully we get an open season. And, so I know Aaron pretty well. He's our local guy. He's he's a good guy. It's Mr. Bevington up here for me. Nice. Oh, on the tournaments. That's the contact side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He yeah. runs all the tournaments and logs all the information and And it makes it easier when you are in normal contact with him. Absolutely. You know, you're a you're a when face, I call he says hello Scott. Yeah. yeah, we've we've talked. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and it's the good side. Yeah, it's not right, the bad side. Right. So I got a topic for you pretty controversial one you laugh it is in the catfish community okay. um are, are you familiar with pay lakes scott no so pay lakes tri- oh, to go fishing you mean yeah. yes. yes you paid it to, to catch fish so up here the cranberry bogs are that way okay yep and what kind of fish do they have big bluegills that's what they're known for okay really? so you pay to fish the pond and catch big bluegills. so they have these ponds and they and they, what they do is they pump the water into the cranberry bogs to flood them to harvest them mm-hmm. in the fall okay. or whatever but then the rest of the year that water's in their reservoir and they just charge getting all that fertilizer from the bluegill they, they feed them pretty well in there <laughs> okay it's like five bucks a day to go i've never done it yeah but well, the, will they allow you keep to keep them for bait? Ab- <laughs> you paid for them. Yours do what you want with, right? Yeah. But you can't transport them. That's you can cut them up. Yeah, yeah, you could kill them. Yep. And transport them. Yep. Isn't the issue, and we'll get the pay like thing a little more, but in the issue with bait transportation, isn't it viruses? DHS. DHS. It's around here. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. There's signs at a lot of the ramps for it. It's not VHS? VHS, but yeah. you're correct. Yep. Yeah. Do you know what that stands for? No clue. Mm-hmm. Me either. I know it makes lesions on the fish. I show pictures of it on the. Like you, you know what you catch on with it, right? Yeah, 
I know what EHD stands for. I'm pretty proud of that. Epizootic hemorrhagic disease. Yeah, you lost me there. Yeah. <laughs> Latin. It's a fun. It's a fun <laughs> word to say yeah. or series of words to say. Yeah. But uh, back to the pay lake thing. Uh, so for catfishing, traditionally pay lakes were they would farm raise channel cats. Yep. And then put these farm raised channel cats in these ponds, and then someone would pay to go sure. catch you a catfish dinner or whatever, and go home. You know, no big deal. But as trophy catfishing becomes more popular in these states where pay lakes are legal, they have commercial fishermen who target trophy catfish from public waters and then transport them to these pay lakes and charge a pretty significant amount of money for anglers to go to these ponds with these supersized catfish in them. Plus, they dump, I can't remember the name of the chemical, they dump a chemical in there that boost, like bumps up the catfish's metabolism. So they're even hungrier than they're normal. They're always chewing. They're always <laughs> chewing. And then, uh, but the problem is, is it kills the fish. So they have these hungry, giant, trophy catfish that mow down food, and then they're dead in a couple months. And then oh, they crap. have to continuously restock it yeah. with fish from public Wild waters. Wild-caught fish. So yeah. it's like high-fence hunting for ponds. But it would be like high fence hunting if they paid somebody to go to public land Lasso to capture the deer, to catch, yeah. like throw a net on a 180 inch deer, and then put it and charge people yeah. to go hunt it. But it's still legal. It's, well, if they're in the right within their regulations, what can you do about it? You can't do anything. But yeah. this is more of an ethical side. Yeah, sure, it's like yeah. I I know my feelings on it. I I'm not a fan at all. Yeah, but when it comes down to it. If you're going to complain about something, then try to do something about it. If it really meant that much to you, then go fight the fight. Yeah. So could that fish be certified for like a state record then? Probably depending on the state, but I would doubt it. Yeah. Although, well, speaking of that, there's these pay lakes. They advertise their stuff on Facebook. And because I like look at a bunch of catfish stuff on sure. Facebook, these things pop up all the time. And there was one that I saw where they had caught 100, 100 plus and put it in this wow. dinky little pond. Fish in a barrel. What would you... Like, that, would, that would take the fun out of flathead fishing because... What, why are you out there is the big thing. Like, if you are out fishing because you enjoy fishing, if you don't catch anything, then who cares? Yeah. If you're out fishing because all you really care about is catching the fish, if you get skunked, then it bothers you. Yeah, especially if you're paying to do it. Right, <laughs> right, right. But that you... I'll get messages from people who say, I haven't been able to catch this big catfish I've been after and I'm about ready to quit. I'm like, if you're quitting because you're not fishing, then why are you, you don't, must not actually like fishing. Yeah. If you're quitting because you're not catching one fish, one certain fish. Yeah. yeah. You got the wrong goals. Right. Set. Or you're right. just looking right at it goal. through the, yeah. the wrong lens. Like maybe you should pick up golf, you know? Well, yeah. Or enjoy the act of fishing. And when the big one comes, it's just that much more of a that's bonus. Just, yes. But that's just part of the process. Like right. you enjoy the process. That happens to be part of the process. Just one aspect, but if you enjoy it, the whole thing, then, then you're not it, missing. Then you're not picture. missing anything, yeah. right? You know, yeah. it's, you're you're not a. It's not a actually a crappy day of fishing. And that's one right. of the hard parts about YouTube for me that I'm running into lately. It's tough for me to get out as much for my personal fishing because uh, so it's making it harder to make a video, and I actually have pressure on myself to catch some to catch fish. fish. Sure, but if I'm just fishing and I don't catch anything. And I didn't have to worry about making a video. I've never given a crap, given a crap about yeah. not catching a fish. And this isn't like a high and mighty me thing. It's just sharing my perspective on it. And, and that's how you got good is because you learned what not to do. Good is and debatable. That, well, 
serviceable better than average (laughs) that's debatable i'm i'm just a guy who likes to fish but you've you've crossed out a lot of scenarios and that leads you to the more productive scenarios i've learned a lot of what not to do yeah yeah but that's one side of it too it's like if you're doing something and it's not working quit doing it yeah change it up do something different try something throw your throw your kool-aid chicken out see what happens (laughs) the hot dog Yes. I, I've caught a lot of channel cats on hot dogs. I believe it. Yeah. That was the, my, Slim Jims. That was my go-to catfish, pond catfish bait growing up. You know, like, sure, you can go catch some bluegills and chop them up or throw night crawlers on the bottom, but hot dogs work just about as good, and you can get the cheapo ones for 99 cents. Sure. And the pack. cheaper, the you better. You could. Yes. <laughs> Pre- yeah. Pre-inflation. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. yeah. yeah now they're, they're 382. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What blows me away is how much night crawlers have went up in price. Yeah, they're like four fifty a dozen. They're still free when it rains. Yeah, but public service no, amendment. I, I, time. I go time to a is golf not course. free. Right. I owe a golf we used course. We go to the parks. Yeah, it, they kids. water the greens yeah. every night, so I you wait till that water shuts three off. Three cents a piece we used to get from the bait guy for nice. night crawlers. Yeah, nice. nice. Kids. I have um, a gas can in my garage, and my my driveway slopes <laughs> into my garage. It's not set up well. You <laughs> right, know? Right. Got a little moisture. Yeah. Well, dirt runs into it, yep. too, and the gas cans are right by the door. Just pick it up. Just pick it up, and there's crawlers under yep. there and almost the every time. time man. <laughs> we had one in the pool the other day. In the pool. He just wanted to take a swim. You know how high that is? That's got to be hard. I Aren't wonder if jumping a bird night crawlers here now, though? Not that this one jumped in the pool. I'm guessing a bird dropped it. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably, but... I have not heard of jumping night crawlers. I think they're in like I've, Illinois it's or a Indiana. Thing. Yeah. So are green night crawlers, but they're not really a thing. <laughs> well, they're man-made. No, these, right. these look relatively like a night crawler, but they, they can jump. They can get air. Yeah. Well, allegedly the majority of our worm earthworm bases all introduced like the native worms that were once here are eradicated because of what we have now right, as a night crawler. Right. The more efficient, newer, better yes. version. Yes. The fatter, plumpier, <laughs> more fish-catching night Yes. Crawlers. More. Yes. Yeah. More but, wiggly. But they talk about these jumping ones. Oh, the first thing that I've typed in jumping oh. night crawlers, and the first thing that pops up is jumping worms in Wisconsin. Well, son of a... <laughs> sure. And he yes, jumped yes, in the pool. <laughs> and they're supposed to be hard on lawns and stuff. Like, their rate that they eat is far superior to the normal night crawler that they deplete, like... Nutrients that has or... to be what's wrong with my art. Can't be that I neglect <laughs> it and don't don't ever do anything to you know promote grass growth. Right. It's got to be the jumping jumping worms. night crawlers. Yeah, son of a. It's, it's the jug fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I've I've got a several people who've asked for like advice on how to catch flatheads. They want time. Time. Want more? You are a flathead expert now, Scott. You've caught one. <laughs> it's any fishing. I'll get back to that, or not you particularly, but it reminds me of a story. But there's a pile of people who want to know, like more detailed stuff. Like, sure, if you're out there, cool stuff is going to happen, um, and you're going to learn more, and it's going to lead to you being you a better fisherman. What, yeah. what would be like some specific details or like a trick of the trade that current is, breaks. Fish current breaks. But there's a million current breaks. How do you yeah. pick the right one? Well, if it goes the change of depth on a current break, if there's structure on that current break, if there's bait What's, in accessible area. So when you say structure, what type of structure? Rock. Well, it depends on what river you're at. It could yeah. be a log. could be a rock. could well, be... So you see a current break in a log in a rock here, and then you see a current break in a log in a rock here. They're Hit them diff- both. Okay. Hit them both. 
<laughs> but, what if, but what if it's night fishing? You hitting them both at night too? If I don't catch one at this spot this night, I'm going to go to the other spot the next night. Okay. And that's real practical information. Yeah. But back to the story, the expert thing, uh, that guide trip, the, the, the one dude, Chris, who caught a flathead on it, he caught, I mean, we were out there for maybe an hour and a half when we put a 25 in the boat. And mm-hmm. um, one of the, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes later, one of the baits freaks out. And the other guy whose turn is up, like, jumps at the rod. And Chris, like, on cue goes, notice how the flathead guys didn't even think it was a big deal that that rod. Because <laughs> me and him were just sitting there watching. Yeah. I was just saying in general, time on the water. Oh, yeah. But yeah. these days, if you have the means, the electronics, if you know how to use them. Well, that's one yeah. thing since I got that boat with that, with that Garmin that has really good side imaging. How benefit? It's way more beneficial than I ever sure. thought it would be because I figured the fish would just be so tucked under stuff you'd never see them. Yeah, I've. We, I think we marked. I personally marked five fish that I've caught. Yeah, sure. and you just throw it right on top of their head. You know where they're at, and, and they, you probably wouldn't have stopped at some of those places at all had you not marked them. Well, I mean, I slowed down to run the side scan for a reason. And, sure, in so, logical locations. Yeah, and yeah. but there's been a few fish that, well, the, particularly that big one, me and you caught. We might have fished it. We might not have. Probably not that spot because there that, was cover right below him. Yeah, we would have threw we, 10 feet past him. Yeah, mm-hmm. we might have had our boat right on top of him. Yeah, you're probably right. That's yeah. probably what would have happened. But yeah, we marked him and he bit in 45 seconds. Before we could get a second rod out, he was on. And then Friday, same story. We marked that fish. It went down to it and you're like throwing at that boil. We didn't know exactly. I didn't mark exactly where that one was, but we marked yeah. fish in that area. And he bit in 45 seconds. I watched the video over and it counted yeah. it. It was 45 seconds from time the water or bait hit wow. the water. Yeah. There's, there's people who talk about that some of the new electronics are going to change limits, the, the amount of fish you can keep. Yeah, I hear that. Too. But yeah. I, you still got to be a, a decent fisherman to catch the fish. Well, just because you see them don't mean you're, you're gonna, they're going to bite. Well, yeah, yeah, how many did we see yesterday? You know, they were there. Uh, I didn't see a ton. Yeah. Sturges. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, that's the other thing. In where we're at, you see a big fish as flathead. You know, there's yes. nothing. Could be yes. a sturgeon, could be a muskie where yeah. we were last yep. night. Yeah. Absolutely. Could, could be a 15 pound walleye. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Highly unlikely, which is, but which could Which is be. a good problem to have. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> they eat suckers too. Yes, they do. <laughs> would, would, it wouldn't feel the same, though, to catch a 15 pounder on a, a flathead rod versus a 15 right. pounder actually targeting them. To you. <laughs> I, would, I would still be doing cartwheels. Catch is a catch. Yeah. yeah. I'd be doing 20 feet where the cartwheels across your boat. I, I guess I kind of feel that way about trips too. Like a 50 pounder in Tennessee isn't do, the same as Iowa. It isn't the same, 50. not sure. even close. Well, that's sure. the same as a 12 pound Lake Erie walleye and a yeah. eight pound Iowa walleye are about comparable. Well, if you go apples to apples, 12 to 12, like 12 pounds out of ear, I'd be like, wow, that's awesome. I yeah, caught a 12. And if I caught one that big at home, you'd be in the you'd, paper. You'd hear oh, me. Yeah. Heard of. You'd hear yeah. me yelling up here. <laughs> You're like, did I just hear Spencer? <laughs> yep. He must've got that yep. 12 pounder. Let me her. call him real quick. <laughs> you uh, caught one pretty darn big last year. But yeah. My biggest yeah. ever. Yeah. Didn't weigh him. I'm betting he was in like the 10 ish range, but he was 29 and a half. 10, 10 pounds in Iowa. You've done something. I felt good about yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a big fish. I just started giggling like when, <laughs> when he popped up because he's just so big. I'm like, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Are you lost? You're, yeah. <laughs> and it, he or she crushed it so hard. Like, it was one of the slack line ones. Sure. So it was like tink, line slack, 
I paused for just a second, <laughs> then set the hook, and it was just solid. Water is real cold. She fought even worse than she would have they most of the time. Have, yeah, but which increased your chances of getting a fish that big in? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I I had one this spring. They're a little more tuned up in the spring, sure. you know. And uh, it was at the end of a long. I made a long cast as far as I could because there's this break on this back of the sandbar, and before the jig hit the bottom, boom, set the hook from. I don't know, 30, 40, 50 yards away, something like that. It was a ways. It made a pretty good long cast, and I must have not set the hook hard enough. Fought it across the river. It actually fought, came up to the top, shook its head back and forth, mouth wide open, and that jig just yep. flew right out. But I don't know. Can't weigh him in the water, but I would say somewhere in the 7 to 10-pound range. Nice. It could have been closer to 10. Sure. It could have been closer to 7. That's a big range when you're talking walleye. Well, I'm playing it safe, man. The, the Give eye, us the number. What the, was it? The eyeballs were real, real big. <laughs> they all lot have big of, eyes. This one had especially on big yeah. eyes. Right. And once, bug eyes. Once they get to a certain size, like their head structure is different. Sure. Yeah. You know, a 20 incher, its its head is very sleek. And then once you hit that 24, 25 ish inch range with most fish, you know, so there, there's some variation there. Yeah. They start to get like define i don't know if it's muscles or bone structure like the channel cat you, you're talking as well the big big channel cat head looks a lot different than the, they the just size yeah they're channel cat or if, seems like when flatheads hit that high 30 low 40 range they just look different yeah. they start to have like Get that shovel head well they they have like this muscle on where their head meets their their spine or whatever Right in front of their dorsal, between their dorsal fin and their their head, there's like the big bump of muscles back there that they twenty pound fish don't <laughs> yeah. have. You know, they got traps, right? They yeah, that <laughs> yeah, they look like they've been doing a lot of shrugs, man. <laughs> and then then their cheeks get like to stick out more, and they're just all muscled huh? up, even their heads and their head shape changes. You know, that's they turn into alphas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're off the menu. <laughs> well, that that fifty three man too. He had that head like that. I couldn't get over how thick that fish was everywhere. Like really? thick gut, thick tail, thick fins. Like, what are you on HGH or something? <laughs> <laughs> he was in one of those trophy ponds for a second. Yeah, yeah. where you been living? Yeah, well, we, we knew where he was living. I knew we, there was one like, well, you don't never know, no, but yeah. you look at a brush pile and you kind of know. Sure, like yeah. this this type of spot. Holds it's, at least one big, big fish. And their range is pretty small, yeah? They, they're they kind of, they live like, here's practical flathead advice for you. you. Figure out spawning habitat, summer habitat, fall. Well, fall's mostly moving, moving yeah. which makes them susceptible. Towards their wintering holes. And if you figure yeah. out where their wintering holes are, you can catch them in the Cut fall, them too. Yeah, just like deer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cut them off. But um, they're kind of a hurry up and wait. So they'll wake up in the winter, and some fish will travel half a mile and then spawn. Some fish will travel over 100 miles and spawn. Wow. So they hurry up, get to where they're going, do their thing. When they're done, then they go to their summer spot, which is each of these spots are small, but they cover a lot of ground to get to these small sure. areas. So, yeah, they have their spawning location, summer location, and their wintering location. Some fish, that's all within a half mile. Some fish, that's over, over 100 miles. Yeah. And it's documented that the same fish frequent the same areas if they the can same get same log yeah if you know, they right. can get there. home is home yeah as long as nothing's changed yep. if they if they can get there nothing's changed they're going right back to that same spot yep. how they awesome. know i have no idea yeah right their brain's like little so 
My my brain is much larger, and I get lost all the time. <laughs> uh, squirrel. You guys found your way back this morning, so that's well, good. Thanks yeah. to technology, yeah, thanks, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you have an interesting address. You can tell you don't live in town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should be used to it. So what's something another like piece of flathead advice? The older the the older the log jam, usually the better. Yeah. It's not new. You know, they're used to going back there. Well, and I think that comes back to that familiarity thing, you know, like uh if a flathead returns the same piece of structure every year as long as it's there, a piece of structure that's been there for thirty years is gonna hold potentially thirty thirty yeah. year old fish. Right. And I mean there's a lot of variations in age to size ratios, but a 30-year-old fish is going to be somewhat large, at least. Yeah. Even if it's just 20-something pounds. Yeah. But one thing I learned fishing with you is the difference between high-water fish and low-water fishing. Yeah. Because I used to, before you, I was a low-water August flathead fisherman. I didn't realize that, you know, the pre-spawn and the high-water stuff, and I was missing some of the best, well, the best fishing of the year. Yeah. You know, I didn't bring my flathead rods out till I was... You know, it was hot and it was low, and I had seven, eight spots, and that's where I hit. Mm -hmm. That was my flathead fishing. But when the water is low and you get to comfortably kick back on a sandbar versus the creek mouth fishing where you're like, if you're bank fishing, you're buried in weeds and bugs and poison ivy, and it is a lot lot nicer to just relax on the sandbar. Yeah, it is. You know, and I was missing the best flathead fishing. I was out chasing crappie or out, you know doing whatever yeah you're having a good time though. yeah absolutely that's all that really matters no that's a good one we'll leave it at that leave some mystery out there <laughs> oh there's with a flathead there's always go be with more. somebody who knows what they're yeah. doing that there is beneficial yeah. or at least who makes it look like they know what they're doing and i i kind of consider flathead to be like morel mushrooms you you put all the x's and o's together and sometimes they're where they should be and sometimes they're they pop not. up in weird spots yeah man. yeah and you can you could have all the X's lined up and they're still not gonna be there sometimes. They're beautifully frustrating. And just <laughs> when you think you have them figured out, you yeah, don't. You have no I don't clue. care how dialed you think you are, you can do everything right <laughs> and not catch crap. And that's just flight fishing. And we've proven that time and time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what do you think of so this isn't pay lakes, but it's in the same like genre, I'd say. Dude, dude sent this question. I forgot to write down his name, but it's an interesting question. What do you think of people uh, who are raising fish in ponds? And I didn't know this was a thing. And I don't know how extensive this really is. Yeah. Or if this is just an idea he had. Um, but what if somebody raised a fish in a pond to beat a state or world record and then caught that fish and submitted it and qualified for a state or world record? I mean, the fish is technically that size. Yeah. A, you know? a lot of state records where you live are from farm ponds. Right. But yes. what the person who they goes through. They went into it yeah. to do this goal. Yeah. And put in these measures to promote the growth of there, a fish. There is, that happens already. I'm sure it does. Yeah. Yeah. But there's so many obstacles you've got to overcome to have a fish larger than any other fish caught in that state. You've got to have the genetics first and foremost. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I mean, that's that, what I was going to get at. Right? Yeah. You may have, you, just you know. just keep trying, I guess. Yeah, right. You, you might have 50 flathead in that pond, and you've got to cull the ones that kind of hit a limit. I don't think flathead's going to be the fish. That well, I'm just, that's <laughs> just an example. Way. I was thinking, like, 
raising a five pound crappie. Yeah. Yeah. But you'd still have to coal, you know, a ton of crappie so that five pounder would have the resources. The, the best to crappie ponds there. I've had for size didn't have a lot of crappie. Don't have very many crappies. Yep. But when you it. catch one, they're like 15, 16, 17 inches. And that's what's frustrating. And they look good on a 10 on. Is somebody <laughs> finds out about that and then takes out five <laughs> gallon buckets of them. Right. And then that pond is no more we want to complain about otters but humans are just as bad oh horribly yeah yeah Yeah, we eat a lot more fish than the otters do i don't know Uh. (laughs) otters otters if you have a 15 pound otter supposedly i'm not talking about one versus one yeah i'm talking about populations of otters versus populations of people People that wipe out a pond just people the whole group of people who catch fish and eat fish eats way more fish than all the otters put together Otters are just way more efficient in a small scope, and in a small area. And they're very convenient to point a finger at. Yes, yes. absolutely. Like. But, uh, you know, when I trap, I trap some farm ponds that every fish has been killed and every clam has been killed, and I catch otter there. I mean, it was, well, while they're doing it, once they clear out a pond, then they move to the next one. Ooh, I, so they're very efficient. Sarah Parvin, that's her name. She's growing record class bluegill in a pond that they built down south really yeah so it is a thing yeah oh has she beat it she's close like how big are we talking bluegills and how big of the pond is it that i don't know i know her dad my my dad sent this to me but her dad helped her build the pond and all this i'm guessing it's very deep to allow for a large and they brought a certain type of of bullnose or whatever bluegill in i don't know what the so Alabama. The, so that they has brought the genetics, the genetics. Yes. to, or at yes. least a higher probability. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how I feel about it. I guess. I mean, it's if just somebody's a goal. gonna, well, it, you put in the time fishing, with, so maybe with the intent of catching a world record in public water, or you can put in the time and money. So you got to build a pond, or purchase a property with a pond, or be lucky and have just a pond in your family, and then you got to invest. Holy crap! It looks wow. like he's got a, a <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> Scott's, Scott's showing a picture of this bluegill. Yeah. And they're, they're, uh, they look like they have eyebrows. I think he I mean, would. look at these things. I think he would mug me. <laughs> <laughs> you would punch that bluegill in the face and it would just laugh it off. <laughs> it's just like, they're not, like, they yeah, don't look real. That's not a bluegill. I'm not its sure what that is. Its belly is so but. fat that it's like <laughs> squishing. Her hands are squishing its belly. Every that's, bluegill I grab is firm. That's you know? high protein dog food. Is what Here's one she had mounted. Look at that one. Oh my god! Jesus, that's impressive. But they're growing them for this purpose. Yeah. How right? pissed yeah. would they be if I went there and caught a dozen and used them for bait? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's not ten ot bait. That's <laughs> oh, I got a hook for them. I got a hook for You'd them. have to cradle them. No worries on that. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. But, that's that's but, one weird thing about. Wisconsin bait rules too. If you use a J hook, you got to have a stinger hook yeah. on it. So that's something new I'm working it's with. It's well intentioned. Yes, absolutely. They don't, they don't want people gut hooking muskies. Yeah. Because I don't know how much do they do a lot of stocking of muskies here? Yeah. So there's some. Re- they're they're one of the the yeah. more expensive fish to stock. Well, you get north of where I live in north. We are in the muskie capital of the Fishing world. Fishing and hunting and ATVing, that is the industry here. Mm-hmm. There's nice. not a lot of yeah. manufacturing. There's not a lot of jobs. Like that, 
is our draw. So they're protecting it's the tourism, resource. Correct. That. Yeah. Tourism. Tourism. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Oh, but back to my thought on the pond thing. If you invest that time, money, resources into growing one instead of investing time, seeking money, one. and resources yeah. into seeking one, then yeah, more power to you, sure. I think. Yeah. You know where to start. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a goal. Like, you know, a fisherman has a goal of, okay, I'm going to find the spot where that's at. She has the goal is, I'm going to make this. I'm sure. going to make the spot. They yeah. built the pond for yeah. this reason, yes. Yep. I got to fish a pond with Nate Marlin out in his neck of the woods. That, I've, I've seen this pond on quite a few videos, I'm sure. That's It's uh, ran by a dude who professionally manages ponds. It's his personal one. And the things that are in that pond make it very interesting. There are, and they, the hill cycle, he'll, he'll stock trout in the winter. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's tiger muskies in it. There's hybrid stripers in it. I bet those muskies love them trout. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they do. There's giant bluegills. The crappies are smaller currently because it's tough to have it all. Sure. It yeah. big oh, absolutely. Something has to be the bait source. Right. Yeah. Well, and then things, you know, you if, if you have a pond set up in a way that facilitates large bluegills like this one does, generally speaking, ponds with large bluegills don't have the biggest sure. bass. Yep. Yeah. Or and often don't have the biggest yeah. crappies. And if you have a pond with very big bass, usually... You don't have a huge population. Of My dad, animals. he was, well, we owned the farm and home store, so we knew every farmer around. Right. Yeah. He managed a bunch of ponds. We were always moving. Well, we'd take a bunch out to go trapping, uh-huh. yeah. like freeze them. Yeah. But we'd move crappies from this pond to that pond because the bass weren't getting big enough. And right. Yeah. We'd move big bass into this pond because everything Every was stunted. stunted. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We did a lot of that as kids. One of my buddies bought a pond, and it is just loaded with channel cats. And he had a dude who manages ponds come out and look at it, and they... My my buddy wants it to have big largemouth. He likes throwing lures, and he he wants a big fish that is more engaging for his kids too, like to be yeah. able to throw lures sure. and catch big yep. bass. And it doesn't have big bass. It's got nice crappies, okay bluegills, tons of catfish. And the pond manager said, get all as many of them catfish out as you Throw can. them on the bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I just wonder how, I mean, you might be able to touch on it. What would be the reasoning behind getting rid of all these catfish to – Provide more bass. bait for the bass. Yeah. Open well, up both predators, resource. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the theories is you can tell a pond with catfish the second you walk up to it, it's a lot muddier a lot of times. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, your water yeah. clarity issues. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if I've noticed that so much. But then a lot of farmers. Carp. Yeah, carp, carp too. Carp, carp are more rooters. I guess catfish do a little bit yeah, too. Yeah, especially in farm ponds. A lot Where of farmers with the cattle into the pond yeah. though too, so at that point. It's like, no who cares? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> but no, that's kind of on the lines of what I was thinking, but I wanted to fact check it with mm-hmm. an expert like yourself. So well, I wouldn't, that's a big, big word. <laughs> <laughs> I like to fish. How's but that? No, if, if you want a, a, a fish to get bigger, you got to allow more resources for that fish. Sure. So right. take out competition. Are we ready to go fishing yet? I'm kind of antsy. We need- <laughs> We need to get on the bluffs. Have we met our time requirement? I mean, there's no real time requirement. Gotcha. I just check it every once in a while to make sure. It's I see still you keep rec- glancing over at well, that. Yeah. I, there's been a few times where we talked for 20 minutes and then I realized that it wasn't even on. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I thought maybe I was boring everybody to death. <laughs> no, yeah. no, yeah. no, no, no. Just, just me. Everybody it's else. It's not the company. Fun. It's the company that we're seeking <laughs> <Yeah>. after this. 
<laughs> yeah, we wrap it up. What's uh, the last thing? What, what do you want to leave the listeners with, Scott? So we Our talked a little, a little bit about it last night. My thing is the pro staffer. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I gotta have my two seconds yeah. on this. Well, you can we can talk about it as long as you want. I kind of get a kick out of it as somebody who kind of fits that mold in, sure. in some ways. Sure. I think the definition of a pro staffer is, is different for everybody too. Yeah. Like I think there's a lot of people who think they're pro staffers because they get a discount on baits. That, that's that's not the job of a pro staffer is to promote. The product, yes, and yeah. sell the product. Promotional staff. Yeah, you're not a professional staff. It's you're a promotional. Correct. Staff. It yeah. is a two-sided deal, and I think a lot of pro staffers want to get the best deals they can on their product. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I'll find you. Yeah, that's yep. the way I look yeah, at it. That's how I found Spencer. Right. Spencer bought baits for me before we ever talked about. Correct. You know, yep. you know him fishing my stuff, and just do, if you want to do that, just put yourself out there that hey, I want to do this, but don't contact 18 people and say i fish your stuff i love your stuff bullshit you know what i mean it's <laughs> yeah. just and if you're doing it as a compliment that's one thing if you're correct. doing it as getting something in return correct that's completely different correct my theory on individuals who go out and try to become sponsored by as many companies as they can is i mean there's lots of reasons i'm sure but one that doesn't get touched on my theory is you know gathering things and collecting things sure. is kind of human nature so some people go collect artifacts, some people gather mushrooms, some people try to gather sponsorships. Sure. Yeah. List them all on their Facebook page. Yes. yes. I work for yeah. all these people. Yep. Yeah. The yeah. best is now I've been getting a few emails from people who are representing people who want to be sponsored. They have a middleman. Oh, the really? manager. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. like so you're in the bass fishing world and yeah. I feel like this is much, much, much more prominent in the bass fishing world than it is in other avenues of fishing especially catfishing i think if you're in the tournament side of things period there's there's catfish tournaments those guys have they have logos on their shirts and stickers there's just way more bass fishermen there's way more bass tournaments so way more bass products and there's just gonna be way more of this in the bass fishing world dude when i went to icast sure it was kind of eye-opening like i knew bass fishing was big but in iowa it's not huge right yeah but then you go to icast well you got about six lakes yeah, right. it's and mainly farm ponds. They're about, farm <laughs> they're about <laughs> 300 acres yeah, apiece. Yeah. And I've said this before. What I know of bass fishing, I throw a live bluegill out on the a bottom. Bobber. It's catfishing. Yeah. yeah. For and bass. you wait for a bass gun. Yep. And usually you get a good one. Yes. Yes. Your uh, your size of the bass is kind of directly proportional to the size of bluegill sure. you throw out there. <laughs> sure. And you know me. If it's not the size of my hand, right. I don't want it. Right. <laughs> at, at ICAST, I would say 75% was bass fishing. And then every that. other yeah. avenue was crunched into that little 25. 25. Sure. Yeah. But and, and you see that from your side as a business owner looking to promote your product. It's important whose name you put on your product. Cause, 100%. Because they could, you know, help you or they, they could are a you. of your uh, company. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I keep my group, we, we keep it pretty tight little group we all in the same chat we all talk we mm-hmm. all yeah. know what's going on you talk so much i can't keep up so, so i just some of those up. guys are, are very uh engaged shall yeah. we say yeah, yeah. but it, it's it's fun i get my group together i try to get together twice a year mm-hmm. we, did a, we did a fall thing or a winter thing last year and then we're doing a thing in july this mm-hmm. year and it's hey it's a thank you right thanks yeah, for being abso- part of the family yes. right yes. that's how i look at it yeah but thanks but, for me not sleeping because i got right right <laughs> speaking of which the, Y'all in the river certified world, the, the certified love has been 
impressive. We've, yeah. moved, we've moved a lot of baits in a very short amount of time, and, and thank you very much. Awesome. We're going to keep yeah. working hard. To, well, we're working on some new things already and, and mm-hmm. have a plan to go forward. So. But I know it's a new product. Oh, and I have to see those. I haven't seen I those I haven't done yet. them yet. Oh. You can see them firsthand. That's what it's made. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we had a little incident, remember? Tried to burn the place down. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> there was technical difficulties. I yes. feel like I still need one more cup of coffee. <laughs> I, I'm on board with that. You're not on your A game right? yet. And it's 1 o'clock. I told you. It PM. Five, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those five days of... They're, they're catching up it's with wearing. me. Right? Yeah. You can sleep all the way home. Deal. So let's get on your A game. Get us fish in the boat, and then you can sleep. Okay. That's that's the goal. You can't sleep till I'm on a sixty. Um, <laughs> nice knowing you. You ain't got fifty yet. <laughs> we're gonna leapfrog. The first we're just gonna one. skip it. Yeah, we're gonna go from forty-eight to sixty plus. I'm sure there's one out there. Yeah. He's hiding in a he's, cavern. He's, in he's got my name on him. I might not see him till I'm. Wall. Yep. Yeah, I might not wall. see him till I'm seventy-five. But sooner or later, I'm gonna find that sixty. I hope you do. I, I hope, hope I'm there too. when you do it. Oh, if not, you're gonna. You're going to be there shortly because I'm blowing you up. Good. <laughs> going to knock it off with a I've, net. I've oh, never, whoops. Yeah. I've never seen a 60. Never? You never? never? A 70. I mean, I put eyes on a 70. You put your hands on a 70. Yeah. And a hook in yeah. his back, but small detail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of, no, it wasn't one of your baits. That no, it was, pre, it was pre-me. Yeah. 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 It was the, that was, that he, fishing he was ate. the reason for the baits. Yeah. For the baits, yeah. yeah. He'd have actually ate his bait. Cause yeah. If yeah I so been good, throwing, absolutely. If I would have been throwing one of your swim baits, he would have crushed it. But he's like, I'll just let it hit me in the back instead. <laughs> the it's day, cold. I don't the day that move. video comes out, we're going to have to make some decisions. Do I really want to make those in big groups or do we not? Because those are all handmade one at a time. Those are. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't foresee you selling like oodles and oodles of them. I sure hope not. It would be like we a make very niche six thing. at a time. <laughs> so yeah, you just have to, you know, charge appropriately. We do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That we don't want to make them price. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, every, the, the we're willing to make for, them for this. And, yeah, and every trade has that. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to do a job, then it. You, you don't see them on yeah. any of my website. You don't see them on mm-hmm. any of my Facebook. You don't. You, you got to know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just said it. That's out loud. That's where Corey so, came through. I just said it yeah. out loud. So great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I remember when I reached out to you to get those ordered and you said the price i'm like whatever yep, yep. <laughs> yeah no like, yeah. all right i guess i'm making them yeah, yeah. i yeah. guess i'm paying for them <laughs> i already told Corey i was gonna get them i better follow through on it what, what do you got ryan last cool. thing uh first of all i just want to thank you you know you opened up your our home you got us bait you know you came out and spent an evening we're gonna spend the rest of the day out us you bass know? guys aren't all as bad as you say we are <laughs> Oh, let let me get into that. <laughs> I I don't hate the individual, or I don't hate anybody. I don't dislike the individual bass fishermen. Okay, I dislike the culture surrounding bass gotcha. fishing, and then what that culture does to the individual. And I feel like interesting that lots of bass fishermen, mainly tournament guys that I've ran across to have this level of prestige that they carry about themselves. Oh no, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, not this club. I'm just glad if I don't break something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and uh, the boat it, it brings perfect. about, yeah. Yeah. brings about a sense of I'm better than you. Gotcha. And not everybody's like that. I can't but say there's like that. And anytime there's competition 
or just any group of people, you're going to have people like that and people like this and so on and so forth. But the the one that sticks out to me the most in recent memory is when we were in Tennessee and it was like a weeknight derby. Sure. You know, and these guys stuck, I don't know, maybe a four or five pounder. And they freaked out. Like they won they, the lotto. They oh. just won the <laughs> league series. There. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. They, they are jumping in the boat, hugging. Oh. They were Ooh. hugging. And fist bump for, baby. For baby. a weeknight derby. And we're on this island, and maybe 100 yards away. I hear them clear as day. So when I yell at them, I know they understood <laughs> yes. everything I yeah. said. And I was being friendly. I'm like, hey, that's a, I yell out, that's a really nice fish. How big was it? And they look at me and say something like, "It's a nice one." It real mo- they go from they go from a hundred mile an hour Busted. to zero, yeah, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. And then they, he's gonna be on our spot as soon as we pull out. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think they might have went back to hugging after yeah. that. <laughs> Up here, that's the spot thing. That's the walleye guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We pull. We used to pull a lot of boards. Yeah. Well, you start oh, yeah. catching them, and where all these boats come from? You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. That is yeah. something with walleye guys yeah. with spots. And yeah. stay away from me. Don't yeah. fish close to me. Yeah. yeah. See that in Iowa. Well, I love it when the guy takes his boards across your boards. I you know. ever had that happen? Yeah. No. Oh. Up, in, up in Erie, boards oh. about touch. Yeah. The boats are so thick. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. They've got this whole wide open expanse, and you've got 85 boats. One guy's got it dialed in, and it may not be the spot, it's just what he's doing. Yeah. But everybody sees he's catching them, and yeah, and it it looks like a train. There's a train <laughs> of where the walleye are at, and then you have a train over here. You're like, okay, which train has the 30 inches? Right. Because could you both imagine? Don't. Could you imagine <laughs> guiding in that every day? It's there productivity is unbelievable it's lucrative. they have it down to a yep. science but just you're, you're basically dealing with traffic like you yes you're working in a traffic zone yes yeah and, and if you have an onboard radio that you could hear the boats talking to each other yeah and they're like okay our because they take out like eight clients at a time so eight times six 48 yeah we got our 48 hour later they're back out with eight more clients <sighs> You want to see some precision. The guy we talked to yesterday about going up north, uh-huh. they do the salmon thing. He's got a first mate on the boat. They're running 12, 14 lines, copper wire, the arms out, the, the balloon. Precision. Yeah. You want to see something cool, watch those guys work. I believe it. And yeah. get out of the way. And get do out of the way. Yep. try to help. Yep. Yeah. I feel that way with catfishing. And it, well, you've got a good system, it, too. It's not yeah. even close. I did a really good job of staying out of the way last night. <laughs> you did? Yeah. You, I knew I was not in my element. <laughs> <laughs> if we went bass fishing, I would not stay out of the way. That's that's fine. <laughs> I would dive into that. I am a little bummed. You're out. a dive inner though. You're, yeah, you are a dive inner. I am a little bummed that didn't get a shot at big smallie with the. It'd weather. be yeah. four footers out there today, unfortunately. Gross. And, and we woke up this morning in the yeah. and not only was it breezy, but it was a cold breeze. And We're from like, the yeah. wrong direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Coming into shore, the north. Northwest, northwest, coming into shore yeah. all day would have been brutal. Yeah. And would we have been far enough out where we couldn't see shore? I can make that happen, but no. Okay, because I do get seasick. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely get seasick out there. We the last time I was up there, it was for a tournament, mm-hmm. and you you draw your co angler, and, and my gentleman was late sixties, early seventies, and it yeah. was a forty minute run. It wasn't horrible, yeah. But uh, you could see he was a little shook when we got there. He's like, "Are we in? Are we in Canada?" 
<laughs> That's the longest I've ever been in a boat. <laughs> I remember when we were down in Texas in Sam's boat, and it was always choppy. And that yeah. first time we made a run, and I started out sitting on the deck up front, <laughs> and then my teeth basically rattled out of my head, and yeah. I decided I was going to... Uh, I don't remember where I sat, but it definitely wasn't it on was the front not, deck. That front deck is rough. One yeah, of my guilty that. pleasures is watch the haul over on YouTube. Okay. It's an inlet down by Miami where like the current. And oh, the, dude has a oh. channel. Just, oh, there's like four of them. Yeah. Oh, Jeez. some people get wrecked going through there. It's hilarious. My favorite one to share is when I was fishing with Jason, and he had a, a Sea Arc Big Daddy, which is like 24-footer side council. SDL catfishing. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it's choppy. You got all the barge traffic and stuff. And I'm sitting on this cooler and not, I'm, I'm looking back. He's driving. I'm looking back. I don't know what's coming. I'm just sitting on this cooler and he hits this barge wake about 50 <laughs> feet behind the barge. <laughs> and I bounce across the floor of that boat. Into it. Like, yeah. like a bouncy ball. Yeah. And he, I'm laying on the floor and I look up at him. He goes, are you okay? <laughs> Like, thanks, asshole. Yeah. Barge wake's tricky. They don't cap. It's just a big swell. Yeah. So yeah. if you don't yeah. see it coming. Yep. Yep. And I did not. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Good time. Too bad you didn't have your video on then. Yeah. <laughs> it would have definitely been in the video yeah. had I had the camera running. A little rough today. Yeah. I I don't know. Um, I fished down there last summer and i'm kind of over the downtown fishing just because of that yeah. i know you got to be down there because the fish are down there at times monsters you know I, 100 plusers i need to figure out a, a different place yeah. to get away from that it's just takes sucks some of the enjoyment out when you're worried about dying yeah for cat, sure yeah with catfishing you don't need added stress that's why we catfish correct to take get that away. Stress yeah. away right yeah it's my happy place on the water yeah. that's one of the reasons i don't tournament fish just yeah. because it adds a new level of stress. Yeah. It has to be the right tournament with the right person. Well, your expectations yeah. have to be right, too. Yeah. yeah. If, you only... if you didn't put the time in on the front side, don't expect to get the reward on the back side. Yeah, yes, that's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, but my you... only tournament experience is ice fishing tournaments with a bunch of my buddies. and We, we have could background care. music. We could care less. I we're... thought you were doing that. No. <laughs> <laughs> we could care less where we place as long as we beat our buddies. Correct. Well, I want to win my buddy tournament. Right. I could care right. if I'm... If there's 175 teams and I get 174st, right. yeah, as long as my buddies are below you, me, yeah. I've, I've won that son of a bitch. I'm sure I've told this story, but when I fished that kayak tournament with Denny, I just wanted to beat Denny, and he ended up getting first, and I got second. Oh. <laughs> He's the only guy you didn't yeah, beat. The only guy I didn't beat was the only guy I wanted oh, to beat. Funny. And you were beating him till like five minutes left yeah. in the tournament. <laughs> He was winning on this lake that gets pounded by commercial fishing pressure. So there's a pile of like teener sized blue cats. And I had, yeah, it was a three fish limit. And every one of mine were 14 pounds, which it was a tough bunch of fishing. So four, that was going to win. I was going to win it. And then the last hour he doubles on like a 28 and a 17 or something like that. His third, he, he had five pounds until the last hour of the tournament. And then bam, bam, Got the on. hero move. Yeah. Yes. That feels really good when it happens. Yeah. Oh, you're the first sure. that happens too, sure. but yeah. yeah. The irony is, so you had to call in, it was a weird ran kayak tournament. They ran a way boat boat out and they scoop oh. your fish up in a net and then weigh them on the boat. But you had to call him and he didn't have cell phone reception. And he was like <laughs> yelling and waving at me. <laughs> I, I thought I can't hear you. What? <laughs> what? 
Well, I, that's kind of what happened. Was I thought uh, something bad happened, so I walked. I, I paddled over to him, and I was like, "Hey, what's what's happening?" You know, and uh, so many distractions right now. <laughs> so I paddle over, and he, he's like, "I got two good ones on, and I don't have cell phone reception." And I kind of pretended like I couldn't hear him for about five minutes. <laughs> and then my conscience caught up with me, and I, I called him. <laughs> well, I think I'll wrap this up. Thanks, Scott, for, yeah, thanks for having me. being for on the podcast, yeah. for making sweet baits, for letting me or us crash at your house. Making Anytime. us breakfast. Making yep. breakfast, providing coffee. When you don't even like coffee. Yeah. If you're bait. smart, you'll make dinner one of these nights. Here? Yeah. What? My wife can cook. Oh, oh, I thought you wanted me to make dinner. I'm like, no, do you no, really no. want me You'll to make, make it dinner? for yeah, dinner? I'll yeah. trash yeah. your kitchen. No yeah. problem. <laughs> like outside of frying fish, I mean, my culinary skills are pretty limited. Do you have a grill? I can grill a mean steak. Yeah. 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 But thanks for all that stuff. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks for everybody who took the time to listen. If you want to support it, you can check out Drastic Plastics. If you yeah. want to support the podcast, you can check out Waterland Sunglasses. Uh, links and promo codes will be in the description. Bigfoot Bushcraft Fire Starters. Use those Monday night and Tuesday night and yeah. cook brats over campfire. That nice. was pretty sweet. And that is a good touch. Fri- fried some channel cats over the burner and then grilled some brats over the campfire and then caught a 50 plus. It was a good, good little <laughs> evening. Everything came together. I need to do that more often. Yeah, right? you should Make quit the norm. around. Yeah. yeah. Just do Just that. Just do that every night. Yeah. 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 Sure. I'll, I'm glad you said something. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll write that down. Right. <laughs> but yeah, thank, if you want to support us, that's a great way to do it. But either way, I appreciate you taking time to listen. Really do. Leave a review on iTunes. Yeah, there you that go. That helps out. Thanks, producer, dude. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> send Spencer all kinds of emails. Yeah, especially the hate mail. Yeah. Yeah. But send us I, questions. Send I don't, us I don't comments because we enjoy them. Oh, yeah. And we use them. So. Do you get much hate mail? No, I've receive zero because i'm not an asshole like you yeah that makes so. sense that's that's why i get all the hate mail <laughs> valid argument <laughs> all right thanks for listening thanks guys have See a good ya. day Vote now in Waypoint TV's 2023 Series Showdown. Your favorite hunting and fishing shows are going head-to-head. Visit waypointtv.com to vote and be entered to win a giveaway from Element Outdoors. Cast your votes during each round until the champions are crowned. Get in the game and vote in the Series Showdown. Presented by Expedition Enterprises and Vote Trader. Only at waypointtv.com. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.